Good morning and welcome to Talk and Tea with Esha. Today's episode, I want to talk about being in love with your life and how we can come to see uncertainty as a beautiful thing, as a gift, actually, in our lives. So this is season two, and this is the second podcast of season two. And I'm so grateful to be here, so grateful to connect with you all. So let's get settled before we get into it. This morning, my tea is a lemon, ginger, manuka honey tea. So we'll take a moment to settle into our chairs, wherever you happen to be as you listen to this. Maybe you have a cup of tea with you, maybe you don't. But wherever you are, just take a moment to give yourself some time for stillness. Sometimes all it takes is just a couple minutes. So I invite you to cozy up, relax, close your eyes, become connected and aware of your breath, aware of the space that you're occupying, aware of your physical body. Truly come to a state of presence. And as you continue to breathe, your presence grows, your awareness grows. You're here now, complete in the moment. Just continue to feel that the state of non-doing, of inviting silence into your life. And how rich that silence is, how illuminating it can be. And yes, for some, how very scary it can be as well. But for right now, know that you're safe being held sacred space. So feel your in-breath. Feel this life force entering into your body. Just connect with how the in-breath feels as you take it in, this cool air flowing through your nostrils invigorating all of your cells. And then notice the warm out breath leaving your nostrils. Releasing what you no longer need. And even in the breath, there's this given and receiving that's taken place. 
And if you have your tea and maybe place in your palms on your cup or your mug, just feel that warmth for a moment. Continue to breathe. Just invite the stillness to deepen within you. Grounding, anchoring into now. The sheer beauty of absolutely being still and doing nothing. You can come fully back to yourself. When you're ready, you can take a sip of your tea, you can smell your tea, get the fragrance. So thank you for being with me in this podcast today. And, you know, it's interesting because the last three and a half years has been felt like such a wild ride for me. And it has been a wild ride. There's been so many changes, um, internal changes, external changes, um, most of them unexpected changes. And I found that these unexpected changes, they're doing a thing to me, something that I didn't expect. And it's allowing me, what I found is that it's allowing me to truly live my life in the present moment. And so I find myself being more here than there. And there could be in the past or in the future, but I find myself being more here than there. And I find myself being so completely in love with this life that I have right in front of me. I find myself being so in love with this version of me And I find myself being in love with the people in my life so much more. Because I'm not trying to change anyone. I'm not trying to control anything. But I'm simply giving myself permission to drop into the experience of now. And whatever is taking place in the experience of now. I think this whole experience of, you know, started off with grief of losing Hassel, my husband, um, three years ago. And it's taken me to this place now of moving into this life that is teeming with so much richness. But that richness is all in the present moment. It's not gazing into tomorrow 
and finding the richness there, but it's finding the richness now. And so falling in love with with the world, with me, with knowing that, yes, things are not perfect, but it's in the mess and it's in the chaos that I am continuing to find the joy of how to be. And gazing at the uncertainty that that's all is like, how can I thrive in in the uncertainty? And I feel that this is one of the things that our grief stories are teaching us, right? Is becoming comfortable that uncertainty is all there is, change, right? Uncertainty is change. And how we can move beyond the fear of the unknown and really invite this preciousness, this preciousness in to thrive, to truly thrive. And one of the reasons why I know we don't like uncertainty is because we can't control it. We can't control what happens. And we want to control what happens on some level. And it's that lack of control that creates anxiety and panic attacks. And I've been reading this book lately, and I want to share with you. It's called Thriving Through Uncertainty by Tama Keeves. And she says, any choice is a risk, except the right one. How to move forward in an uncertain life. These are some of the tips that she gives. It's the insistence and in how things are supposed to be that causes pain. She continues to say, you do not lack the right life right now. You do not lack your path or the absolute best circumstances. You lack awareness. She continues Change is how you discover that you are more than who you thought you were as you move from one identity to the next. This change in our lives isn't just happening to us, it's happening for us. We're not looking for answers, we're looking for next steps. You are led, you do not lead. This is the free fall and the windfall of uncertainty. So these are some of the turning points that she has in her book, Thriving Through Uncertainty. And the piece there that really stands out for me, right, is change is how you discover that you are more than who you thought you were. And she hits it right on the head of the nail. We're constantly shifting, changing, moving. We're having so many deaths and rebirths in this one life. 
in this one life. Think about who you were 20, 10 years ago and who you are now. So this change, this metamorphosis that we go through. It's an amazing process for us. It's our evolution. It's bringing us deeper and further into a state of resilience, a state of joyhood, a deeper state of our humanity where we're not clinging, but we're flying with freedom. And we become courageous enough not to hold on to any identities or personalities because we know those things keeps us small. But we're more curious than afraid, more curious than fearful. Of what this next state of who we're becoming, what it would entail, who we would become. So we become explorers within our own world. We begin, we begin to explore our inner landscape. We begin to dig up dead fossils. We begin to excavate and we find gems and gifts that we never knew that were there. This is the beauty of change and grief tosses everything up for us. Right? Whether you know you're you've it's the grief of losing someone, right? A sudden loss can be so intense. Or the loss of a job or a divorce. All of these changes are tiny little dots. But they're coming to us not to diminish us, not to bully us. They're coming to us so that we can be liberated in some way, shape, or form. So what if we chose to see our grief stories not as a negative? What if we changed how we saw this one life that we're living? And so becoming aware, becoming brave explorers in this new world and the new terrain that will surely come before us. And the terrain constantly changes. Alan Alda says, be brave enough to live life creatively. The creative is the place where no one else has ever been. Yeah. And so as you go through your own journey and through grief or wherever you happen to be, 
maybe you can invite uncertainty and courage and awareness and curiosity to be your friend. Like the yellow, like Dorothy on the yellow brick road, right? She's got her friends with her on the journey. So too can we have our friends with us on the journey. Curiosity, awareness, courage. And uncertainty is always gonna be there, <laughs> right? But we've got all these other friends with us and we know we're going to be okay. We're going to go through all of these different terrains. But we know we're going to be fine because we have the gear, we have the tools to get through any terrain. We are not alone. And grief doesn't have to diminish us. Change doesn't have to diminish us. The loss of a spouse, a child, a close friend, a parent, a job, a divorce. These things doesn't have to diminish us. It certainly feels like it wants to. I know I've been there. How can we fully show up ready to participate in our grief story? To fall so in love with this human story that's taking place within us that we can raise our hands and say, yes, I'm present. I'm present for this. I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss this part because this part of my life is so important and I want to show up to it. I want to be a participant in it. Because by showing up and participating, I am honoring this life that I've been blessed with. I don't like the feelings because the feelings are scary and they're uncomfortable and they hurt. But Yes, I'm still going to show up to it. Because it's my life. So sometimes I think grief is like this. Grief came and blasted open every door and window. The north wind carried a new invitation I was not ready to open. The north wind didn't care. It tossed every piece of furniture around and destroyed it. I didn't get a chance to save my favorite pieces. It all became rubble. Grief is like that north wind that comes to carry us across a new threshold like a newlywed husband carrying his wife to that new place of a new life together. So what can we do when that north wind comes? 
We can pause, breathe, and feel. Pause, breathe, and reflect. Pause, breathe, and renew. There's new life happening for us. But we just can't jump into the new life. We have to go through the process. All of the steps, the next step, next step, next step. It's a journey. It's a process. It's not happening all at once. But we can pause. We can connect with this breath that anchors us into the now, that anchors us into our human story. And oh my God, and we can be present to feel and honor it. What a gift to say yes. I'm here to be with my story fully. So wherever you are today on this earth plane, wherever you're listening to this, please know how guided you are. that your heart and the unseen forces of spirit, your ancestors that are with you, you're not alone. And you have everything within you to move through this time. And so seeing the our grief stories not as a punisher, but a liberator. And I know it won't feel that way in the beginning, but as you give yourself permission to open and fling your doors wide open, as you move along the journey, as you see the change you'll see the transformation. All right, so I'm Esther Astar, and I'm so grateful to share with you some of the wisdom I've learned along the way of allowing myself to be so open and vulnerable in the process of grief. For daring myself to be more curious and to invite in the whole process to unfold, moment by moment by moment, and to keep inviting awareness of how I'm feeling, where I am in the present moment, to be so fully anchored in this life and not my life in the past or my life in the future, but to keep being here to see these beautiful changes that are taking place. Until next week, my beloveds, I'm sending you so much love, hugs, kisses, holding you. Be well. Namaste.